Hey, what up, y'all? It's your girl, Vivica A. Fox, welcoming you to my podcast, Hustling with Vivica A. Fox. All right, y'all. So, Hustling 101 lesson for today is if you are going to hang with the big boys, you gonna get knocked down. And what better way or better guest for me to have than the original bad girl of comedy, Lou Nell. Thanks, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. Welcome to Hustling with Vivica A. Fox, girlfriend. I know. What, like I said, what an appropriate title. Because <laughs> you stay getting the check, okay, girl. Okay, you know yes. I keep making it do what it do. Yeah. And can I tell you, whenever I do a project, you know, I can pick up the phone for you because you and I go back like Kool-Aid. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, when I did Vivica's Black Magic, you mm-hmm. came through. So we done went from strippers to now a podcast. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, Lunell, you've been hanging with some of the bad boys of comedy since the 90s. Tell us, because I I, I, we, I did a little bit of homework on you, and I, there were certain things that I didn't know about mm-hmm. you that comedy kind of fell in your lap. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. Well, I I, I would say that my whole... the way I, I, I'm going to tell you how I got the bug in the mm. first place, okay. and then how everything evolved real, in real concise. I went to a play... A girlfriend of my sister was in a play. Mm. And I went to a play, and it was opening night of this play. Okay. And after the play, we got to go backstage. And we went backstage. I remember seeing the lights and seeing the ropes and seeing some of the wardrobe and everything like that. And then going to the reception, and everybody was drinking champagne and taking pictures and being adored and loved on. And they were signing their autographs. And I said, and I was younger, Mm. and they were tall. And I remember looking up, and I was like, whatever the fuck this is? (laughs) I want some of this. So a bitch you can't get. So I started in church choir, went from church choir to doing You can sing, girl. I do say. Oh, oh, I, I have might have to have Lunell drop a couple of bars girl, for y'all a little it, bit. You don't want yes, it. Yes, I do, you girl. You had to look. Drink your chit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tune yeah. it up. Uh-huh, right. <laughs> so um, I went from church into into theater, then into musical theater. Okay. And uh, then I did a couple of films in the Bay Area, The Rock with Sean Connery and Nicholas Cage, mm-hmm. and. Mike Myers, So I Married an Axe Murderer, was my first film before he ever did Austin Powers or anything like okay. that. So I did two films. I got my sad card and da 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 da. Now, I y'all, the like, sidebar, I just got to do a sidebar about that sad card. That sad card is very important. That means you established. If okay, you, unless see. you want to be an extra for the rest of your goddamn life. Right, you life. need that sad card. Child okay. work. Yes, I be fucking, pardon me. I be fucking with the extras <laughs> on my set. It's okay, girl. You can go. I be fucking with the extras on the set. I be like, what y'all eating today? Oh, we got some <laughs> shrimp and shit. Oh, y'all got to wait till we get our food. I be like, it's cold out here, huh? I'm going to go on my trailer. And that should be your incentive to say, fuck this. I don't want to be this. I want to be a leading person. Absolutely. And, and unless you like to be out but in the I'm goddamn tell you, I, I had an extra, and that was my biggest complaint. I was an extra on a Fox commercial years ago. Yeah, yeah. And that was the main reason why I was never an extra again. Again. All right. I said, we got to be out in the cold, and they walking over the oh, door. Oh, yeah. Extra. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. All no. right. So got the sad card. Blah, blah, blah. Fast forward, moved to L.A. Now, my girlfriend, I had a girlfriend. I was I was living in an apartment in Long Beach, a beautiful apartment in Long Beach. Me and this girl. Strong my Beach. My girlfriend, Strong Beach. Okay. Strong, strong Beach. Right. <laughs> my girlfriend was a, was, a, was, a, was a call girl. And her date was a comedian. Mm. And then he became a regular. And then they started dating for real. Mm. So then he would come to the house. And I was in the house. I'd be talking trash and stuff like that. Yeah. And come to find out that he 
ran a comedy club in Long Beach called Miss Wiz. So I, uh, he said, you know, you're really funny. If you ever want to do, you ever thought about doing stand-up comedy? Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, I don't want to do stand-up. I want to sing background for Luther. Ain't you heard, motherfucker? This is my delusion. She was trying to do Stop to Love. That's the one that sprung me. (laughs) That's that's the video. I said, I want to sing with Luther. My mind. And and so so anyway, he said, if you ever want to come to my club, I got this club called Miss Wiz. If you ever come in there, I'll put you up the very night you you come in. You ain't going to do nothing. I said, whatever. So then a couple weeks later, one of them hot L.A. nights was sitting out on the patio drinking Mm. the blender full of margaritas and stuff, me and a couple of girls. And I know I still don't tell jokes. I tell stories. I'm a storyteller like like, um, uh, Cosby or like George Carlin and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I I knew that I didn't. Thank you. I knew that I didn't have any jokes, but I knew some funny shit had happened to me recently, and I, I thought that was funny. So I, I said about three margaritas, and I said, let's go down to this fucking club. Right. And see what he's talking about. It's called that liquid courage. So, so I got it. <laughs> it was called Tito's. <laughs> and so then we went down to the club. We went to the club. Uh, the dude put me on stage. I went on stage, killed it the first night. When I stepped off stage, this is where the magic happened. Mm. This guy comes up to me and he says, you know, you, you're a funny little bitch. I said, thank you. And, and but you said, can tell the bitch was used to the term of affection. Yes, right? of course. Because there's a difference, When I y'all. tell you who it was, it'll all make sense. Okay. And so he said, uh, hey, you ought to come down to my club. I got a club uh, 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 you ought to come to on like Wednesday night, something like that. He gave me his card, which I still have today. I wrote down the address. The club was the Comedy Act Theater and that comedian was Robin Harris. <gasps> The first night I ever did stand up, I met Robin Harris. And that's, the first and that's just night. how I wrapped up. Yeah, you a funny little bitch. Yeah, you a funny little bitch. I said, when yeah, I tell yeah. you who it is, yeah. it'll make sense. Right. I was talking to one of the millennials the other day, and I said something about Robin Harris, and the bitch said, who's that? Oh, I wanted to slap the bitch. I know you did. I know you did. I, I, I can't take it. See, I don't now that's when work. you use bitch a different way. Yeah. Right. That wasn't, you a funny but little bitch. That was, was like, bitch, you really don't know who Robin Harris is? They really don't. They really don't. That's all right. That's their generation. culture. Now, listen, you have been a successful uh, comedian. And what I know about you is that you've been doing all of this while being a fantastic mom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, we done traveled together with your daughter, Mm -hmm. went to Super Bowl together, Mm -hmm. and did a whole bunch of stuff. Why why are you getting emotional? You miss your baby? No, it's it's just we're getting ready to actually, we're getting ready to do an Ayanda Fix My Life. Okay. Me and my daughter and her father. Wait a minute, hold on. Your daughter, that the, the good one that was yeah, going to yes. college to do? No, because what I come to find out is, you know, I left my daughter in Oakland from the age of five to 12. Okay. With her father and the grandmother. Now, we're no stranger with her dad. My only concern through life was don't let nobody touch my baby. Please let my baby grow up without being touched. We managed to do that. But also, she was up there and was with me, and I was only able to visit because I was on the road because I was in L.A. trying to get it. Right. So during that time, there was a gap. I never thought that that had any effect on her. It did. Then also, you know, um, I my daughter start, was dating at one time somebody I didn't necessarily, I was cool with, but not that cool with. And, you know, he was sort of from the other side of the track and stuff like that. And I was like... You know, like, all of us like bad boys. I know, boys. I know, You know, we like, know. bad boys is the funnest, I, I know, so I, that's why I didn't go... Bad boys are ass up. You know what I'm saying? 
so you know what happened. I, I know, okay. I know. That's why I didn't go hammer. Right, nothing. okay, right. I was like, uh, you know, everybody girl, had to have at one time in their life I a bad know. boy. I'm like, I you got to go through a bad boy to get to, get to a, a good, good one. one. Okay, now. But so. you might go through a couple more, but you will get to a good one eventually. But them bad boy, they everywhere. So mm-hmm. anyway, she, and so I was like, you know, you know, I know he got weed, might have a gun, and whatever. <laughs> and then my daughter said, Mom, you think I ain't been around guns? And I said, what? She said, I used to have to take the bus when you're out of town from Crenshaw to Westchester. Mm-hmm. And you think I didn't see gangbangers or fighting on the bus? I never even, never even occurred to me. So there's things that I thought I was aware of that I'm not. You do the best you can. Of course you can. Your daughter is you a do the lo- best you your can. daughter is a lovely yeah, lady, but, but I still anything don't... that you know, we come from a generation we couldn't talk to our parents about true shit. True that. True that. True okay? that. Yeah. We couldn't talk to our parents about shit. They, they shut it down. Yes. They grab a bottle. I don't want to hear about it. Don't be telling me that mess. So I, well, know. No, I was raised on talk show. I, I'm admittedly I was raised on Doctor Phil and just, Sally Jesse Raphael and Open all that stuff to find your energy and all that shit. So do you think you going on the show? You, your your daughter and the, and the, and a baby daddy. You mm-hmm. think that's gonna be a good experience, or are <laughs> you a little? Somebody. <laughs> oh shit. Okay, yeah. but hopefully, yeah, hopefully it'll be good for all of us. Okay, because what black people don't do is get therapy. They don't Real get help. Real talk, you know, and we, we got we like shit. Well, we like daddy's, to believe that we like to believe that everything is okay. Yeah, but everything ain't okay. It ain't, yeah. Yeah, ain't gonna be okay till we get the reparations. But mm. anyway, <laughs> um. <laughs> now, see, I'm finding out stuff about you today that, you know, that, that yes, I, I didn't even know people, because, sure. you know, you would always send me the cute pictures uh, of you and your daughter. Oh, here's her graduation. Well, we're oh, good. You know, she's good. She's not pregnant. She's not out here. Praise the Lord. Up and down the street. She goes to church without nobody, without a friend, without a parent, without nobody. She goes to church. I don't know how many girls in L.A. get up and go to go to church. No. There are some, I just don't know a lot of them. I there, know that's right. There's a lot of them, but I don't know a lot of them. And, you know, it's just that the thing about comedians is, is nobody is really listening. Mm. People hear us, but they're not listening to us. If a comedian says, oh, uh, you know, you know, if you show a picture of kids sitting on Santa's lap, and that the dad dresses up for the Santa for Christmas, and you know, and the comedian says, "Um, that must be nice. I couldn't sit on my dad dresses Santa. Uh, fucking dick would get hard, right? Yeah. Then everybody See? go ha 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 ha. But you got to listen to what his not ass a is joke about. They made up, right? That's that some is real talk. Yeah. Shit. So people listen. They 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 hear, but they don't listen. And a lot of people don't talk to us. Do interview. Comics, mm-hmm. but we're just now starting to do way more interviews because of podcasts and stuff like that. Ah. People want to come and see us like an animal in the zoo and leave. I used to do Q and A's at the end of my show. You'd be surprised at people who didn't ask any questions, mm. and I stopped doing that. I said because they don't want to talk to us; they just want us to well, talk. Can, can I tell you? In my career, I've worked with a lot of comedians. You know, like yeah. when I did Booty Call, I yes, did it yes, with yes. Jamie Foxx and, and and Tommy Davidson. Yeah, and because we spent so much time together, I got to know the flip side of the comedian. Because, see, most people think comedians are always going to be fun, life at the party, da-da-da-da-da, not knowing that there's a dark side. No. Do you know what I mean? Because to me, that's what makes comedians such good actors. You know what I mean? Like Jamie Foxx, how he was able sure, to Tom tap Hank, in everybody. Do you know what I mean? And let me tell you a story about Jamie's ass. Jamie's ass, when we was doing Booty Call... His dressing room was right next to my dressing room, and his ass used to play that goddamn piano every day. Uh, and we were working, uh, and then he want to go out to the club and party in the club 
yeah. to two, three o'clock in the morning. And then we had a seven o'clock call. And then I'm trying to catch but look up. Look how and old like, everybody young then, everybody young and popping. But I'm trying to tell you though, but I used to, I went off on Jamie about playing that guy. I was like, ain't nothing gonna never happen with you. And that <laughs> damn piano, <laughs> motherfucker, well, little did I have my ass yeah, know because say, he, got a, he got an Oscar yeah. and several albums behind him. But yeah. speaking right, what did I know? Anyway, bitch, you might want to play a tune. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. comedians yeah. make to me good actors. Now tell me, how about for you for acting? How did that acting then fall in your lap? Well, like I said, the acting actually came first and I did theater, so I was able to tap in. No, I mean but, like bigger. But 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 I well, have I'm not saying that the theater wasn't big, but I mean but like movies. No, but I think had I not had that training, mm. it would have been harder to adapt just from being a street person to doing film. Mm. Now, after having theatrical training, you do learn the value of time. You learn discipline. You learn teamwork. Tell black people about time. Uh, I, and, and, you Just know, can we tell black people about time, time that we don't need to do CP time? Black that people. you need to learn on no. time? Here's what it is. If you're on time, you're already late. Mm. Be early. Try if you got a call time at 7.30 in the morning on set mm -hmm. and you like to eat breakfast, you're not going to get it at 7.30 because you got to go straight to hair and make a bitch you're already late. Mm. Get there at 7. Get your fucking omelet. Have some coffee. Hit the vape in the bathroom, whatever the fuck. At 7.30, you go on the clock. Go to hair and make up an easy peasy. Goddamn. Can I tell you the person who taught me the most about time? Mm. Magic Johnson. And oh. people would think athlete, you know, spoiled, Da, da, da. Magic, honey, you work. Magic at one time was my manage, manager. Magic's ass arrives 30 minutes early. Magic is always early. He likes to be there before, be organized, have his stuff together. So that's why now I'm going to say with me, I'm pretty much on time. It will be no more than 15 minutes. Ain't that right? Okay. It's no more than 15 minutes. Sure but I try like to be to a little bit earlier, yeah. a little bit early or right on time. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like I, time is money and money is time, yeah, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. now let's talk about you. Um, Now, you, you've been you've been killing the games in the movies the, the since like 2006. Now, Borat. 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 Tell me how you pronounce it. Borat. I fucked that all the way up. Borat. 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 Now, how did that happen? What role did you play in Borat? Well, first of all, let me say that that movie is the gift that keeps on giving. Oh, I okay? know we know about that one. Give me some. <laughs> Give me some. That, I know about that, that one. That, that movie, of course, has made me more money than anything I've ever done collectively still to this day. Well, wait a minute now. Hold yeah. on. Now, let me know about that because I was just thinking because about... Because there's only five actors in Borat. Everybody <gasps> else Oh, so the residual check is fat as hell. The, I, the, the first residual check I got from Borat, I had to go sit on the toilet because <laughs> my, my ass almost fell out. Onto the motherfucking floor. I had to have somebody Ooh, come see about me. I know. I said, get over I'm, here I'm, and get over here right now. I love now. that mailbox money, honey. Let me tell you something. Ain't nothing better than that mailbox money. You, Because you ain't counting on it. You don't know when it comes. Yeah. And then when it comes, you open it up. You be like, They can Woo. miss me with the four cent checks, though. They <laughs> oh, can, I know. They and can then, miss me with who, that bullshit. Who, who be sending them fucking checks? What the fuck are you doing? You ain't sending me a you check. You can't put five up in one and make a nickel. Right, or, or I got a check. Or, or just add them all up. And I got one for a check. penny. I thought I couldn't I get too. no lower than four. I, I got one for a penny. Oh, I'm going to yeah. frame that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to frame that bitch. So Barat was good to you. Barat now, was good. Barat was, um, I, I actually auditioned for Barat just like I would audition for anything else. But I did grab Sasha's finger and suck it in the audition. <gasps> Thank God I didn't get tuberculosis knowing what I know now. <laughs> but um, 
you know, I don't know if that had anything to do with me getting a part. I heard Paltrow wanted a part. Sorry, Paltrow. Oh, beat you to it. Yeah. Gotcha. And uh it but but I think that what happened with with for me, because that could have really been my uh girls trip Tiffany Haddish moment. But first of all, we had to sign a sign a gag order. Oh wow. For like six months. Confidentiality, that, yeah, basically. And yes. The only people who did promo for the movie was Sasha and Ken Davidian. Mm. So I'm sitting there, I'm his wife, you know, we get married at the end, the Queen of Kazakhstan, and I can't do no promo. But, but weren't you the weren't you the stripper with the I was the over? hooker, but he married me at the end. Okay, so wait a minute, now hold on, kid. we got something to comment, boo, because you know in Independence Day, I was the stripper with the heart of gold as well, too. So wait a minute. How you Take, doing? Yes. How you okay, doing? strippers, How you? strippers, 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 strippers is doing good. Yes. <laughs> and and Will married me too. So, yes. You know, well, so we got that in common. Out, out there these days anyway. So, so anyway, you couldn't tell anyone. You had to hold it, uh, like big secret. No, I couldn't. And it was unfortunate because I would be in a bar, like in the sky. I would go over to the Beverly Hills Hotel or some shit, sitting there and having drinks with my girl. You could hear people, because everybody saw the fucking movie. Right. Except every, black, black people slept on it. and, and They, they did. It wasn't really that kind of thing. We got to start walking around yeah, with yeah, that yeah. mint but, green it's, it's so uncomfortable. On. It's so yeah. uncomfortable to we watch. Do that I don't know if black folk could get really into it. But... But I would be at the bar and you could hear people going, that's not a hooker. That's that hooker from the movie. And I couldn't say I'm not really a hooker because I'm in Beverly Hills. I might breach my fucking contract. You don't know who the fuck you talk to. Oh, you so know somebody was setting you up. That's right. right. So I couldn't even say nothing. Say everybody thinks I'm big. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, we're glad that that your hoeing ways paid off. Okay, so um, now let's let's get to girl two movies, not one, but two movies with Eddie Murphy. You know, Eddie Murphy ain't had to work in a long time. He made so much money off of Shrek yeah. that Eddie Murphy was just sitting donkey. doing doing the, that doing donkey, the donkey money. That donkey, that donkey money was good. That donkey motherfucker made money. Okay, he made him a whole bunch of anybody out there. I play Ooh. a donkey, a cat, a squirrel. <laughs> A motherfucking uh, a rat, a beaver, whatever the fuck. Uh, okay, we I'm will a great do it. beaver. Right. Yeah. So, first one was Dolomite is my name. Tell me about the role you played now. Well, trivia. I auditioned as well for Craig Brewer for this movie. Okay. I and Craig Brewer uh, did um, the director. Uh, yeah, Craig Brewer, the, the director who mm -hmm. did Hustle and Flow. He did Dolomite, and he also has done. Oh my God. And Craig, he, he has Craig directed Brewer. an episode of. Uh, Little ball headed uh, Empire, like yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Empire, by the way, sis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. So, um, um, I auditioned seven times, <gasps> seven. but for the part of Lady Reed. Did okay. you see it? I auditioned for the part of Lady Reed, mm. and I didn't get it. They gave it to Divine Joy Randolph, which I think was better. Then they, but but instead of saying thank you for coming after your seven fucking auditions, they gave you another part. They gave me another part. I love that. And it was the See, part that's of respect. Eddie's aunt. And that's it is. respect. You know, and I'm saying that they're like, listen here, you came in seven times. We're gonna create a role. Yeah, here. we did was the that old. Role ever written? Was it? Yeah, yeah, yes, it was. Oh, it was. okay. That the um the. Audition, we did the whole old school screen test with the wig and everything. See, that's Eddie Murphy. That's money. Okay, let me tell y'all something. Because nowadays, they be the, you either got it or you don't. Yeah. You either get a yes or a no. They don't do screen tests. Right, but stuff. they did. They Eddie did Murphy. Oh, good. And then because Craig 
and Eddie, I guess, both enjoyed me when 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 Craig got ready to you do You didn't suck nobody's thumbs or fingers this time, I would have. I would have sucked Eddie's any fucking thing he put in my mouth. But, um, Some of that donkey money. Come on been, over here. You Hollywood wanted to be in coming to America. <laughs> so, so because I had already auditioned, auditioned for Craig seven times, he knew me, he felt he knew me, and 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 threw me a bone and also put me in coming to America. So Woo, yeah, Strangey, but but you know what? See, that's called not having no ego, knowing your place, playing your position, and staying in your lane. Yeah, so yeah. now, girl, I got to talk about you because um Wikipedia says that uh Lunell in 2017 did a uh a new spread for Penthouse Magazine? Oh, yes. Google it. Google it. Google it. Lunel and Penthouse. Lunel nude or Penthouse? Well, let them know how to Google it correctly. Lunel in Penthouse. Okay, there we have. Period. And when they Google you, girl, what they going to see? What's going to come up? The first picture that will come up will be of a graffiti spray paint on my backside. I knew it. Of I me, saw it. and I loved it. And and there were it was a six page spread. Mm-hmm. And tell I, us about all your six pages, girl. Well, first nothing, page nothing was, was ratchet because I do have a daughter. At that time, she was in college. I said, "Well, I'm not going to hold my vagina lips right, open." We're not doing you that. Yeah. Yo, Danelle, I saw your mom pussy. Right. She, yeah. your mom is fire. Because that's let you what get they would there. say. But um, <laughs> no. So, so we took very a, tasteful. You had an artistic. Yeah. Now was it? They all spray paint. Uh, no, no, no. Pictures. Somewhere a bubble one. in the bath bathtub. You know, okay. da da da. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, uh, little corset. You know, uh-huh. little squeeze creatively down like that. Right. And little. So it was more of a sexy spray. Yeah, very sexy, very adult, very uh, sensuous. Was and it, the, was it fantasy like? Like yeah, for some characters. I'm sure, <laughs> but. but <laughs> For sure, I'm sure. Yeah. But the 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 point being is that I had directed a photo shoot for them. They had a series. They had a series called called Pop Pop Shots, where pop star Dave Navarro did one. I did one. CVJ did one. And you can what? direct and you can get the naked people. You tell, can I put you? I give her oh, a great. That sounds so fun. That shit was fun as fuck. Yeah, put and, and the people butt ass naked on a nipple. Now lick that shit off. And you, and we were doing that, and, and the and, people are nude. Yeah, they're, they're, you get to pick whatever models or anything like I that. I didn't hear about that. I said that you can see that too in pinned out. I I, I had a, a redheaded white girl because the blondes get all the action. So I said no. No, I blondes. had a redheaded white girl. I had a dark skinned sister. Exactly. And I had a man Chocolate. that looked like Fabio. Ooh, what? with the blonde hair. Did you have a, a wind machine blowing his hair and shit? Thought we didn't. Had mm. him, got him in the mm. pool and all that. Wet. It was great. So anyway, Water as I was leaving, all over his body. As I was leaving I said you know you guys ought to shoot me and they didn't laugh or nothing they, they said serious. Hmm. and we had some meetings about it and that shit happened you know I got scared when it came close to the shit cause I'm like what the fuck you done got yourself into right now? showtime but now. then when I found out the whole entire uh, glam squad was gay I was like well put some more glitter right here oh can I tell fuck? you being in show business that is just the best cause people just don't realize that you gotta go into fittings you gotta have people gotta be all up your ass and in yeah, your crotch and stuff kinda measuring like, okay, you okay so you're not tripping off of this okay cool Mm-mm. I'm getting naked I, I asked this one sound guy one time I said you know, because Beyonce, you know, be doing these big stadium things. And, you know, it's usually a wardrobe or somebody that'll put a mic on it. Mm-hmm. And I said, 
I wonder who gets the mic, Beyonce. And they informed me Beyonce got her own people. Don't oh, nobody touch Oh, but of course, yes. Her. Yes, no one's touching She's, Queen Bee. We're not doing my that. My job is to put the mic on Beyonce's cleavage and then run it down her back. That's my job. <laughs> somebody, that's somebody's job. Yeah, they get a whole tour check for that. They showed a fuck, dude. Oh, that part, How right. do you apply for that? <laughs> I'll quit my goddamn career if I could put uh, Beyonce's um, mic down her back and shit and get money for it. So quick question for you. You know, lately, girl, you just be, I mean, you've been working with the best of the best. You got any behind the scenes funny stories you want to share with us? Something that would surprise people? Say, like, about Eddie Murphy or, you know, or Barat. Mm. <laughs> I got to give that tea because I was like bored. I have a horrible Borat story. <gasps> just horrible. Okay. You want to share? You want to hear it? You know, Hell wife yeah. Wife folks love Borat story. Hell okay. yeah. We want to hear it. So there is the movie that people saw uh-huh. in the movie theater. Then there's the DVD. Then there's the special features that's on the DVD Ooh, that some people outtakes. did not bother to watch. Uh-huh. But if you have the DVD and you have the special features, you should watch them because we also did a reenactment of Baywatch where Ken Davidian's fat ass, mine, and Sasha's was in red bathing suits like Pam Anderson running, on running the our fat ass down the beach <laughs> with surfboard and then I had to come up off the water like this Ooh. and I was in Malibu that water was not in Jamaica that toxic acid rain cold cold muggy ass shit and I had to go out there and I was on my period oh. I said the sharks are gonna eat my fucking leg <laughs> There were two water experts right off camera right here. And I'm like, and they're like, go down. I had to go through the Ah, like this. Like, it's amazing. So like, get me the fuck out of here. That is a Borat story for your ass now. Oh, my God. And there's a million more of those. Oh, okay. And now, I also heard that you went on tour with Cat Williams. Girl, you know, everybody knows I was on tour with Cat. Well, tell us about it, because you know Cat's ass. You know, you got to make sure, first of all, he can finish the damn tour. Well, no, I went on the first tour he ever did. Okay. There were no problems on the tour. It was not not a single one. Mm. We made motherfucking money and history. Because that's what we're about is making that money. Ain't nobody got time to go on tour and we don't get paid. Well, no, that, that don't happen in... And that don't happen to us. That's but good. uh not not no more. But um when 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 Cat used to live in Oakland. When okay. I used to live in Oakland. Is and he then, from Oakland? He lived in Oakland for a while. Okay, okay. And that's when I first met him was in Oakland. This is when he was cat in the hat. This is before Money yes. Mike or cat any in the of hat. that. I remember right. that. So when he came to LA, then I came after that. And then um he was starting to get more popular and, and Friday it came out and he turned in the cat in the hat. Okay. And then after you know, everybody, no, they was calling him Money Mike. They was calling him Money Mike. And then after that, you know, it took a transition to get from Money Mike to as actual name Cat William. Mm. Well when that was starting to happen and his the, he was like, I think I'm getting ready to go on tour. If I go on tour, are you are you down? I'm like, Yeah. And then here another couple of months and then the plane tickets started to come. Okay. And we went from working in the improv to doing this Big tour. auditoriums. We went from riding on Southwest to the private <laughs> planes and the and the and the tour buses. Yeah, <laughs> and and we didn't have no problems on on our tour. It's when I left that they started running into problems. I wasn't nowhere around well, when girl, the bullshit. Let me tell you, I got a funny story about Cat. Okay, because listen, 
you you know. I, I dated one that was walking around with a bulletproof vest on uh, back yeah, in the day. Yeah, but we know why. Oh, yeah. shut up. Okay, Ugh. stop it. Don't make me, me blush. Too. Oh, me, my God. Big me. Well, anyway, girl. I'm at this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm at this. At, uh, uh, my girlfriend, Tamala Jones, had a 4th well, you know, uh, of July party. And, you know, we was all over there just kicking it casual. We at her house chilling, right? Ciao. Cat comes in. So I was like, hey, Cat, how are you? And I went to go hug him. Now, he had on, like, a, a basketball jersey, a little T-shirt. And I hugged him, and I was like... What era was this? What? This was, like, maybe less than, like, five years ago. Oh. Recently. <laughs> and I hugged him, and he had on a bulletproof vest. And I was like... He needed it. But but check it out. <laughs> I didn't, didn't know why. So, you know, my first explanation... After going no. through the experience that I went through, do we need to duck and roll? Or what the hell? <laughs> what you know what I mean? What's the sense of somebody coming through here? Let us just you know. You and J Lo right. started a support right. what, group what the hell? for for diva bitches and gangsters. Right. Let me know because I, I duck and roll game is pretty tight. BWG right so, bitches with gangsters. So he said to me, he said, "Oh, you know this comedy game is tough," and I was like. Telling, I did, couldn't weigh it out. I was like, telling jokes, bulletproof vest, didn't get it. He's like, you know, some people get real sensitive. Have you ever experienced that where somebody, you know, you, you did some jokes and now somebody wanted to just roll up on you? Yeah. Word? Mm -hmm. What happened? They got knocked the fuck out. I didn't what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got ah, security. You may not even see them. You may not even know that. I got people. I was a, but no, we, we, I don't have too much of that no more. But I'm but very, it's really very. Well, yeah. And let me just say for the record, I just worked with Cat on the last OG with Tracy Morgan. Yeah. He was delightful. Good. I'm he was so on happy. Time. To hear he was that. great. Yeah, Kat, come he was on wonderful. Back. He looked wonderful. Back, don't forget, he won an Emmy for a show that didn't win an Emmy. Mm, okay. That's he won an Emmy for He's Atlanta. He's very talented. And let me tell you this. Cat can also do an epic read. Yeah. Because baby, that one chick on that radio. Wander. Ooh, baby. Help, he, help me, Wanda. Help, help me, Baby, when I'm telling you, he read her and, and drug her. He, he read her so bad her man got mad. Yeah, I wanted to shoot him. Oh, and wanted to kill his ass. And then she got <laughs> fucking fired. Oops. And so now where is she at? It's real talk. <laughs> well, it happened. Mm. It happened. Let me tell you. Because maybe she was thought she was going to be the little. Because see, that's sometimes why I don't like doing radio. Because they think they can be slick and throw in a little slick ass joke. And then when you tag that ass I think back, I've heard you snatch somebody oh, up yes. on the radio oh, yes. before. She has had one of them epic Whitney, Wendy Williams yes. snatch up what a you not on the radio. Do, Right, because see, I'm coming on your show trying to be nice and promote my stuff, and you trying to try to be slick. Right now, if you gonna dish it, then you ought to be able to take it back. As I was telling, let me tell the people out here one of the reasons that I'm here is because I love and respect this woman so fucking much. First of all, Inglewood, California, ain't nothing to fuck with. Inglewood up to no good. And she was, you know, from there. I, thought, I, I think had you, a condo you was, in Inglewood. But wasn't you, didn't, wasn't you born someplace else and then came to? Yes, Indianapolis, Indiana. Yeah, yeah. That, cause some, yeah I'm from Indianapolis. Midwest. They were trying to claim you. I was like, really? Okay, let me check. Okay. <laughs> so, so Inglewood, then you've made this fucking career. Like, I loved you booty calling all. Yeah. And then when Kill Bill came out, I was like, I think, I, I think I'm in love with a woman. Okay. <laughs> Like this she had a bitch. girl crush. I remember, and you know, Aww. the kid came home from school. She had a fucking night. She was like, hey, baby, how was school? <laughs> I'm like, bitch is dripping with blood. And Carrie. I was like, that was fucking amazing. And Wait, then, of Tarantino. course, the Independence Day, like, your, your, your body of work is great. Thank you're you. You're a wonderful fucking actress. Motherfucking, you know, uh, uh, 
uh, what is it, uh, Empire. Yeah. And I was glad to have you. Yeah. Fucking Larry David. Yes. Shit was epic. Kirby And you can do all this and put her in Versace and she will still beat your ass <laughs> if you want that smoke. If you That's want what, if you me, want bro, it. I will set it off oh, on that I ass. I love her for that. Yes. Love, I, I love you for all that. Thank all you. that that encompasses. Thank you, baby. I, I think appreciate that. Yeah, we, but can I tell you a good connection me and you also have that mm, people no. don't know? Who? Red Lobster. Oh my you God. You remember when we ran into Red Lobster? Where I forget where we was at. Lunette, where, it where wasn't was, on I, we were either in the Midwest or we were somewhere, and we oh ran yeah, into yeah, each yeah, other yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was some snow involved or yeah. something like that. It was cold outside. <laughs> yes, we did. We ran up right on each, each other, other in, the, in the middle of no fucking where. Yeah. And the brother was like, "What but, are you doing here?" But we was both going to Red Lobster to get us some cheese biscuits. It was them cheddar. And and by the way, people, there's a mix out there called the Red Lobster cheddar biscuit mix and I tried it it's not the fucking same you just gotta get them at the restaurant yours ain't gonna come out like right, this right you're right cause red lobster my shit was looking like an with. alien it was oh what well, they try to sell it and then no, you can no you can make it at home right that's what I'm saying you're like but don't it do ain't it. gonna be like at the restaurant don't do it they left something out and they did that on purpose it's a trick. I'm trying to think. And then also, we're both sports lovers. Uh, remember the, the one year? Oh, you, yeah, it's Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, remember? yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just, that was the Super sports. Bowl when we were going. Uh, when we were going to Dallas, I think yeah, that was the last Super Bowl sports, I, I my went to. Because my, my ass Kobe. got toe up. I threw up all the way back from Dallas. Let me tell you something. I, I was hanging alone. with them. Baby, when I'm telling you that, I think that was the last. I was like, okay, that's enough on the, on that. I can watch it at the crib and be cool with it. Right. So now let's play some games. Okay. Let's play a game. How about oh, well, that? I love games. You know, there's the, the game oh, that they have. Can I give you a present first? <laughs> sure, baby. I brought, I brought you a present. I like as guests a like this, y'all. Well, I learned this from the Italians and, and the, and the um, Washington Shards of Sunset. Uh, they never go nowhere without bringing a present. I'm like, okay, I need to be doing that. This that's, is, that's classy. This is the christening of your show. Okay. Yes, it is. Okay. Okay, and so I brought you a little present, and I want you to open it, and that's for you. Okay. And it's gemstone something. It ain't no plastic. Yes. Thank you very much. Let me see which one of my fingers can I? I Right there. You can see. Oh, it's going to go with your shirt. Yes, it does. And you know what? This. How about this? I'm going to make sure that I wear this so that this is my good luck charm. Oh, okay. That's a real stone. So tell me, what did you give me? This, I don't know the name of this stone, but my girlfriend has a jewelry company, all the stuff I'm wearing. Yes. Unique urban rocks, oh, right? Wait, wait a minute. And Hold she up. black. Sidebar, sidebar. We got to talk about these nails, y'all. <laughs> okay? Because what y'all oh, these don't old know things. is about Lunel, honey. Lunel's nail game is has always been severe. You know, nowadays, yeah, y'all wearing the nails with the with the ornaments and all of that old stuff on it. <laughs> Lunel, I don't think I've ever seen Lunel. I've known you for over 20 years, and them nails wasn't suited and booted. Hey. I mean, wow. Today, babe. Maybe she got February. red glitter, the, the, red diamonds, like red the ruby slippers that that um, um, Dorothy, yes, Wizard of Oz, yes, yes, yes. Click your heel three times, right? So yes. anyway, so this stuff is all my my girlfriend's got a gemstone company. Thank you. She gives me everything. Back to the ring. They all mean something. The, all these stones, all this stuff is 
like not plastic it's from you know in the rocks and stuff like that whatever you call it so in other words my hand ain't gonna turn green no, later tonight you know what green, I'm saying not, she bought me some real shit okay yeah. yes baby and whenever it come you. in a bag like this it's probably real, real. Okay. unless you the type of bitch that's that the used black, to be would put some bullshit bag. in a bag like right that. that's so that they don't you know you know it's People real know, in the yeah. black silky bag so, so that's anyway this I'm going to wear this it does this is gonna be my good luck charm it's a great ring my good luck charm it's a great ring. On to our game. Okay, game. Our game is going to be Kiss, Mary Kill. Mm-hmm. Now, out of these three men that you have worked with, girlfriend. That I've worked with. That you've worked in the, in the past decade. Okay. All right? Recently. Okay. okay. Who would you kiss, marry, or, and then who would you kill? We have your three selections are Eddie Murphy, Adam Sandler, and fine ass Bradley Cooper. Who would you kiss, marry, or kill? I would kiss Eddie. Kiss Eddie Murphy. I would marry Bradley. Yes, honey. I, I might have to join you on that. We might have to be sisters. And Adam, I'm sorry, son. Boom! <laughs> Adam, you're dead, okay? <laughs> so Lunell would kiss Eddie Murphy. And like a motherfucker. She would marry Bradley Cooper's like, fine like ass. A, like a motherfucker. And I would be in second place waiting. And <laughs> sorry, Adam Sandler, but your ass would get killed. I love you, Adam, but, love you, but you, you know, would get killed. Yeah. He would get killed. Yes, okay. Well, what about you? Would you, uh, let me give you three. How about oh, you? Let God. me give you three. My let turn? Me give you three. Yes. Okay. okay. Give me three. Uh, kiss, marry, kill. Who? Okay. Out of my co-star. Okay. Terrence Howard. Will Smith, Bill Bellamy. Okay, <laughs> I would kiss Bill Bellamy. Bill Bellamy got some luck. Because you know back in the day, remember Bill Bellamy came on the comedy scene with them big ass lips. And everybody was like, ooh, child, look at Bill Bellamy and them lips. And he had, he had kind of like good hair. He was yeah, yeah. tall and slim. Uh-huh, so right. it, okay, and I would marry me. Will Smith with his rich ass. Absolutely. Yes. Big uh, Willie style, honey, Jada. I'm sorry you had to move over, but I showed enough with Mary Will. Yeah, and it's just a game, Jada, so don't get mad. Okay. Okay. And you know and she flip out like that. Terrence Howard. Terrence, you gotta go. Terrence, your ass is dead. Terrence, Lucius, I didn't had Lucius, enough of you. You gotta go. You gotta go. Oh you my gotta God, go. Oh my God. That's Woo. so funny. Thank you. That's so funny. Thank you. So Lunell. Yes. I want to thank you so much for coming by. I, I just, I, lo- I love you. I love you, my girl. Thank you for my present, my yeah. beautiful ring. That's going to be my good luck I charm for hustling with Vivica A. Fox. May I give out my social media? Yes, you can, Lou. Now tell people um, on Hustling with Vivica A. Fox where they can find you, girlfriend. First of all, if you hit me on my Instagram, go to my DMs and tell me that you heard me on Hustling with Vivica. That'd be great. I'll be sure to write you back if you do that. My Instagram is... At Lunell, at L U E N E L L. It has a blue dot. She's I'm verified. 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 <laughs> Jinx. Uh-huh. <laughs> so um at Lunell at L U E N E L L. My website is heylunell.com. H-E-Y-L-U-E-N-E-L-L.com. And what about Twitter? I don't do Twitter. If anybody's on, no, I got hacked. Listen, thank you. I got hacked on Twitter almost two years ago. Um, the guys who hacked me, one of their friends, they were in Canada, the young white boy, one of their friends was my fan. He snitched them out, told me everything. I got pictures and everything. I contacted Twitter. Twitter didn't do a goddamn thing to help me get so my Twitter, Twitter back. Bye. So fuck Twitter. And if anybody's on Twitter that's talking to Lunell, you talking to a white boy He's in Canada. He's a faker. You ain't talking to me. He's a faker. A faker. Okay. Mm-hmm. So once again, y'all, 
I got to thank my girl Lunell. I love you. I love you so girl very power. much. And best wishes with thank with you. with uh, with your therapy session. I hope that that goes good because you know I know you've always to be a wonderful mom and your daughter to be a wonderful lady. Yeah. So if there's some things that y'all need to clear up, best wishes with I, that. I, it's amen. good to talk. Amen. I it's good to that. talk. And okay. It is. It's good to talk. All right. So y'all, we have now going to conclude hustling with Vivica A. Fox with our hustle hack because the lesson today was if you're going to hang with the big boys, you gon' get knocked down. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So. Listen, you all, I hope that you've learned some lessons today. Download, subscribe, uh, tell your friends all about listening to Hustling with Vivica A. Fox. And today's hashtag is hashtag bounce back. Because if you lay down with the big boys, you will get knocked down. But guess what you've got to do? Hashtag bounce back. back. And that's all for today on Hustling with Vivica A. Fox. Mm -hmm.